Brian Mudd. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 11:20. Welcome back to the show and joining us Senator Rick Scott. Senator, appreciate the time. Good morning. How you doing? Boy, what happened to you, Valdi? Is just heart-wrenching. You just, you know, I think we all internalize it. Um, um, one, I think about my own family, but then on top of that, it reminds me of what happened at Parkland. Um, and actually, um, you know, we had the terrorist attack at the Pulse nightclub, and so you get to know these families, and your just heart goes out to everybody. Senator, I wanted to talk to you about that. Obviously, you played a critical role, perhaps the critical role. Inside of 30 days after the attack at Stoneman Douglas, gathering together stakeholders from across the state, getting with the legislature, and passing the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Safety Act, comprehensive school security measures, and gun control measures. Do you think the model that you were responsible for spearheading here in this state could be a model for other states? Could it be a national model? Well, Brian, the way I think about it is, I think what we did worked for Florida. I think every state ought to stop and say to themselves, how do you make your school safe? Because it's as simple as that. Children should, children, parents, children are going to school, parents that send their children to school should feel safe that their child's going to come home alive and unharmed. It's as simple as that. And so the way I, I think what every state ought to do is say, okay, so for my state, what should we do? And that's why what I did was we put together within like two or three days, we put together a team of about 30 mental health people. And we said, let's, let's sit down and come up with ideas. We did the same with educators and we did the same with law enforcement. And then they gave me their ideas. And within a week I made a proposal and within another, uh, I think two, two and a half weeks after that, we passed historic legislation. But the way I think about it is we made our school safer Knowing that there's bad guy, that there's bad people out there, and you know we've got to we got to be, you know I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. I I oppose the gun control lobby. I don't want to. I don't believe it's appropriate to take away people's um, constitutional rights um, for the Second Amendment. Um, and I know that's what the Democrats want to do. What I'm focused on, what I focus on then, and what I'm doing now is how can we make our schools safer? We've got. I've got some bills that I've been working on since I got in the Senate, and the Democrats keep blocking them. They're common sense. One is, you know, just like Jeff did a good job of telling people the academics of a school. Um, Max Shatner, one of the um, parents at Parkland, um, worked on making sure the Trump administration created a clearinghouse to tell you what should these schools be, be doing and what are they doing as far as keeping your kids safe. And we have a bill that will codify that. Chuck Schumer blocks it. The Eagles Act, expand the U.S. Secret Service's um, Threat Assessment Center focused on school violence. You know, Democrats block it. We have Marco Rubio and I have a bill that would not have national red flag laws, but say, how do we help our states implement them? And of course, the Democrats block that because they don't. I want to. I want to focus on how do you make our schools safer. The Democrats want to take away your guns. They just want to use any tragedy to do that. One of the pieces of legislation you referenced there, the Luke and Alex School Safety Act, to your point, uh, Senate Majority Leader Schumer refused to bring that to a vote, tying it seemingly instead to whatever is being discussed right now regarding federal gun control measures. Do you know the status of that negotiation and 
what do you think the prospects are of perhaps getting the Luke and Alex School Safety Act passed in accordance with something there? Well, to me, this would be something that would then show good faith, something that was positive, that something that would recognize that we've got to, you know, do everything we can do. Um, but, you know, Schumer, was it was horrible. We took it to the floor. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson and I took it to the floor to say we want to pass this by unanimous consent. And the only Democrat that would block it was Chuck Schumer. He gets, he gets up and blocks it. And then they put out a tweet saying he blocked GOP efforts to put more, to allow more guns in school. Complete lie. I mean, he's a liar and he's a hack. He doesn't care what he wants. He will only pass legislation that takes away your gun rights. That's the only legislation he, he passes. Now, I believe in red flag laws. If you threaten harm to somebody else or yourself or you have mental problems or you're a felon, you shouldn't have access to, to you know, if you're a violent felon, you shouldn't have access to a gun. It's pretty simple to me. Now, you got to go through a due process. It can't be permanent. Law enforcement has to be involved in all this. But that's what we ought to be thinking about is how, we know we – and here's what, Brian, here's what makes you mad. What, when Parkland happened, so many people said, oh, I, oh, I knew it was going to be that guy. Okay, so we, we know the people that are doing the wrong thing. We have got to be smart enough to share information and to act on information to keep our kids safe. You just laid out a, a very important distinction from your perspective, and that is the measures we passed in Florida – you believe are appropriate at the state level. The federal government should take a, a secondary role. You mentioned, uh, you know, red red flag. Obviously, the risk protection order part of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Safety Act. What do you think is the appropriate line at the federal level? Is there something along the lines of red flag background checks, for example, that you would feel appropriate at, at the federal level? Well, I mean, look, right now, I'm, I'm always going to look at whatever gets proposed out there, but I really do believe. These issues should be done at the state level because, first off, think about it. most of the funding for our schools is done at the state level. They can allocate the dollars like we did. We allocated dramatically more dollars. Uh, we'd already been doing dollars um, for school safety, uh, but we mandated those dollars be spent actually for hardening. We mandated and paid for uh, law enforcement all of our schools. I think that's I think that's a that's a that's a, those are pretty simple things that we are doing. We mandated assessments. Of, of, of students are having mental problems. So we mandated some things that logically it should have happened anyway. But since the funding comes at the school level, I mean, at the state level in most states, um, I think that, and we have elected school boards, I think you can, you can, you know, you should be doing so many of these things at the state or at the local level. Um, but the first thing we ought to do is, I, it's what I, I talked to my daughters. I said, as soon as Uvalde happened, I said, okay, so, have you talked to your schools? Every parent ought to go to their schools and say, I am going, I want to know that my child is going to be safe. Tell me exactly what you're doing. And if you're in Florida, there's some obligations that the school has to do. Are they doing it? Because we can pass all these nice laws, but it ultimately comes down to people doing their job. Are you doing drills? Are the, are the teachers doing drills? Are the students doing drills? Is law enforcement doing drills? Are they ready? And so, so you don't have to think about it. You don't say, "Oh, yeah, let me go find that dusty binder and see what I'm supposed to do if this happens." No, it should be top of mind. 
And that's what one thing we tried to do is make sure it's mandated that we're doing drills and we're sharing information. I think one thing the federal government uh, can constantly do a better job is sharing information. I was very critical of the FBI after Parkland because three times the FBI hotline had been call, called um, by the about the Parkland shooter and they didn't do anything. They have a, and I was very um, vocal about that. They actually changed their system. I've gone out to their call center. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I, uh, you know, I was very critical of Christopher Ray because he wouldn't tell me that he had hold people, held people accountable. He did finally. And so, but they made the changes in the call center. Now, are they, do I believe they're going to catch everybody? Always no, unfortunately not. But is if, if the FBI, if the Secret Service, if local law enforcement, if they, if we all share the information, if resource officers, at the school, if they do assessments at the school, if we share all that information, do I believe our kids are going to be safer and reduce the chance of this happening? Yes, I do. That's a good update on the FBI as well. And you had reference Pulse at the onset. Obviously, FBI failures there leading up to the attack at the Pulse nightclub as well. Senator Rick Scott, appreciate the time and the perspective. All right. See you, Brian. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right.